0: Mm. feed me another prune
1: Hello, hello, hello. With me in the studio, I have Marsha McDonald. Uh, hey, what up, peeps? And Sylvia Silversmith. Hello, everyone. We really should not be here recording this because this FOB story is an audio addendum to the last episode, Fob off the Fridge. Addendum. Addendum. An audio addendum. A double A. Dookie, I
0: have a question for three. Why has Marcia been drinking the same cup of coffee for uh, approximately six hours now?
1: She is not very well and she is recovering from an evening that was punctuated by a great deal of Jamaican rum punch.
0: Yeah, how'd you two get off so lightly?
1: We didn't consume nearly as much as you did.
0: Marcia. You were sucking that stuff down as though it was the last day on Earth that one could get rum
1: punch. Did it have something to do with your Jamaican heritage, Marsha? Did you feel a kinship yeah, with the beverage?
0: Yeah, no, maybe there's something in my DNA, but, you know, I'm not... <sighs> yeah, I mean, it, it slips down pretty easily. You guys didn't have very much, but Jesus, wow. I mean, wow.
1: Just call me Dookie. And wow, indeed. Well,
0: yeah, wow. So, yeah, I got this coffee at what time? I got it at, like, 11.
1: 11 in the morning. And it's,
0: like, six hours later, and I'm still uh, sucking on it, praying to God Almighty that it's going to wake me up.
1: And you've had solpidine. There are other things. Yeah, I've had
0: some fizzy good. This is true. Fizzy
1: good make feel nice.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting.
1: (laughs) It Hasn't made me
0: feel nice yet. But, you know... It's enabled me to be upright with YouTube peeps, so, you know, that it must be doing something.
1: And I feel terrible. You are hungover, and this audio addendum, which really should not exist... Yeah. ...is being recorded because we at the Dukey Radio Show feel duty-bound to report that following the shenanigans that we went into great detail about... In the last episode, with regards to the missing fob and the Volvo, what's happened?
0: Dookie, I'm going to talk about this because Marcia is just... Marcia, you keep sucking on that coffee because your bottom lip's going all wobbly again. (laughs) No, no, it's not. Don't lie. I'm not... Yeah, I'm going to suck on my coffee. So, Dookie, it's been two weeks. It's been over two weeks. We are recording this on a Sunday... The fob was lost, and I say that in the passive voice. You know what I mean, Dookie? I know. I'm not saying Marcia lost the fob, which is active voice. I'm deliberately saying the fob was fob was lost on a Thursday. Yes. Not this past Thursday. No. Not the Thursday before. No. The Thursday before that. Indeed. It is now... 2 weeks and 3 days later Dookie your car is still nowhere to be seen
1: the car basically is still is still fucked
0: uh, Dookie, yes. did you not say that the mechanic rang you up on Friday mm. and even they were laughing at how ridiculous this situation is?
1: Yes, the car at least made its way from Edinburgh where the missing fob incident took place. If you'd like to know more about it, listen to the Fob Off the Fringe episode. The car finally made its way to this garage in yes. London.
0: And Can I just interrupt you Oh, there, yes. Martha has seen the car have you not martha you have seen the car yeah i saw the car yes it was the least i could do now the car is on the other side of town yes right and let me tell you dookie i don't mean to scare you about where your car is or anything i've never seen such a shit pit in all my life not
1: not the Are ma- you talking about the place or the the car itself?
0: No no no, I'm not talk- I'm talking about the the general area that the garage is situated in. Mm. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Are, are you hinting at the fact that it might not be in the best of hands?
0: Jesus Christ, man. I mean, I've never seen
1: Are you subtly trying to say that the Perivale district of Northwest London, stroke Middlesex, might not be the nicest of locales? Well, it was
0: kind of freaky because when you get off the tube you you know i'm looking at am going wow these are really nice houses you know if you're gonna live out in the middle of bumfuck you might as well have a nice house right it's the
1: first rung of suburbia didn't we
0: already talk about this but anyway so there's there's a lot of nice houses it's just that uh, kind of a lot of them had like a lot of british flags in them
1: Right, so patriotic people, shall we say. Yeah, but,
0: you know, not like, you know, like one, but like, you know, 20. Which, oh, you know, if Americans are listening, that might mean something slightly... Different Over here, it's got kind of a vibe to it.
1: True. Were these possibly Team GB supporters? The Olympics yeah, are happening. Yeah,
0: no, these flags have been up there for a long time.
1: Right, okay.
0: Yeah, so I'm walking through the neighbourhood and I'm thinking, yeah, these these houses are nice but you know like a lot of them had like a lot of british flags right
1: and as a person of mixed parentage yourself did you find it to be a little bit threatening
0: no not really i mean i don't really worry about stuff like that it was just you know it just gave it like the you know they might have voted differently on brexit than i personally would have right so i'm saying i'm not saying that they're not you know, maybe they're perfectly nice people. I'm just saying that maybe our political views might not necessarily gel if we went down that particular conversational exit off the highway.
1: You reckon that there are a lot of friends of the Farage in that neck of the
0: woods? Yeah, words. yeah. I mean, I think he's probably pretty pretty popular around those parts.
1: So basically my car, which has been bricked due to a missing fob... yeah. Is in a racist area of
0: it's possible but London. I don't know if it's racist because I think that you know because there was nothing around there except garages and Polish
1: eateries. Right. And
0: and uh, what what else?
1: You know, Polish people can be racists as well.
0: <laughs> so and, and Middle Eastern, like like hookah pipe type kind of places, but. But it not, is not London, even like permanent you know, places. Gimmick. They're like in like tents. Right. I mean it's a weird area. I I mean and and you think, wow, you know, these you know, this is the weirdest area I've ever been
1: in. Perryvale.
0: Yeah, Perryvale. Like some like like it's like a neighborhood that within like six feet turns into an industrial wasteland with pop up food tents. As you do. And I'm thinking Yeah, you know, the people that work at all these industrial places, you got to go somewhere for lunch, right? Hmm. So, you know, and you're in the midst of the biggest... It looked like, I imagine, what Chernobyl looks like.
1: (laughs) But more desolate. (laughs) Only with more radiation.
0: Yeah, like, this is desolate, but, you know, just walk another six feet and there's a really nice row of houses, right?
1: So it's in an area of transition,
0: yeah, so, and I, yeah, maybe, I hope so, for it, their sake, <clears throat> I hope. So, I had to get your thing out of the car because you got a ticket, right?
1: Yes, there's a parking permit thingy, and that was very, very nice of you to go and fetch that from... No, Deepest it wasn't nice.
0: Now it wasn't nice of me at all. I mean, I got to atone for the rest of my life,
1: but... You've made me a lot of ziti. Again, if this does not make sense, I urge you... To listen to the last Dookie radio show
0: So I get there and they go And the very nice people at reception go Carlos is going to show you to the car Right? Mm. So I go out That sounds like
1: something that you would use At a speakeasy In the 1920s yeah. You know,
0: yeah to get into it Yeah like like,
1: Yeah, yeah. Can you give me the uh, the particulars Carlos is going to show you to the car Hey, come in. Yeah, like you get that little do-
0: little slot open in the door, mm. and you get you know password, and yeah. So Carlos shows up, and you know he walks me through this Chernobyl of a of a wasteland to your car, and he goes, so the cars scheduled for demolition right and i'm like practically shit myself because i know that you've got some you and your dog have some weird attachment to that vehicle and i'm like taking a crap right there going i've fucked things up enough if you crush this car my god that's gonna be my head right (laughs) and i went no and he goes oh looking at me like why wouldn't you demolish this car and why are
1: you still keeping this piece of shit basically on the road?
0: that's how carlos looked at me
1: and i mean that car features in a regular segment on the dukey radio show
0: the car you can get in and out of the car so i said to him carlos i said now w- when i open the door the alarm's gonna go off because that's the whole thing that the that the you know i lost the fob and therefore, you kind of have to break into the car now, which basically sets off the alarm. But, and he just looked at me like I was kind of dumb. And I opened up the car door and nothing happened. You could drive that car away now. I it's perfect. M- I mean, it's, well, all right, it's not perfect. Oh, no,
1: it's perfect.
0: All right, so you, it's perfect.
1: Tony the mechanic said that the immobilizer may have been shut down. Shut it down! And reset because the battery got knackered and the alarm was going off and off and on and off and on, and uh, that might explain it. But basically, without the fob, you can't centrally lock it and keep it secure. What's happened is they ordered some new fobs from Volvo. Those fobs arrived, and on Friday, a gentleman from uh, a reputable auto locksmiths arrived to deal with the coding and all of the technical excitement that one needs to do to get those new fobs working. And did it work? Did it fuck? Tony the mechanic phoned me up about this, laughed and said, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. We're going to get another another auto locksmiths to come Dookie, in on Monday and hopefully he'll be able to weave his magic wand.
0: Dookie, don't you have some friends who live in Stockholm? I do. Should you call on them?
1: What, because they're Swedish, they're going to be able yeah, to do some special handshakes. Yeah, maybe
0: your Swedish friend could... Maybe we could all take the Dookie Radio Show on the water. Mm. So on the road and then on the water to drive the Volvo to the home of its birth.
1: I love the idea of that. I mean, that So would be, you could uh, get,
0: you know, whatever Swedish person, Sven or Svenska or whoever, mm. who, who specializes in your particular fob situation mm to actually do the fop.
1: Like a Swedish version of Harvey Keitel's character. Yeah you need from Pop Fiction, the Wolf. Yes. You need the wolf mm. with this Dookie, do you not? Yes. I'll fly the bastard in in order to get the Volvo up and running.
0: You know what the I way it should be. You know what I've learned this week, Dookie? F- about stuff that goes wrong? Now I got a bit of you know, you know I love this country. I love this country. I got a problem with the customer service in this country, right? Mm. So for these, how long has it been now? Two weeks. I've been saying, you know, this wouldn't happen in the States because you get good customer service there. Some breaks and you get it fixed, right? Yes. But I'm thinking maybe I've been away from there too long. Because I use this kind of computer program to do presentations with and stuff. And it all went It it all got fucked the other night I did like three hours worth of work on it On this presentation thing And then I opened it up again the next day And none of my work was saved So I was About ready to have a meltdown right
1: Three hours worth of work Yeah
0: I was pretty Pretty upset Uh, I've been having a couple of bad weeks That's probably why the rum punch Came out by the Pitcher uh so I got in touch with their customer service department, right? And
1: is this an American company? Yes, or it's a an British American company. company. Yeah, right.
0: no, it's American. So I got in touch with them and said, you know, I was a lot more polite than I wanted to be, but I did say, you know, this happened and, I and this keeps happening, and I'm, not, I'm not sure what happened. And you know what the response
1: was? Have a nice day.
0: Nearly. Can't do anything? No, they just said well because they're able to look at it on their end, right? So they said uh well we had a look at it and what we see looks fine. Thanks. If you need any more help, uh yeah, let us know. And I was like, what, you know. And then they asked me to uh rate their help.
1: Ooh. And that's opening a can of worms if they've done a dodgy job
0: and i only had two choices i could either rate it and and i had her name you know her name is like claudia or something so you know you're you're not dealing with a robot you're dealing with an actual human being and they said was claudia good or was she bad and i thought well i can't I don't want to fuck up this woman's day. I mean, I don't want to, you know, that's too much responsibility for me.
1: You had three hours worth of work that didn't get saved. Yeah, it I ruined know. your day. Yeah,
0: I know. But isn't life You're a little a bit, bit more. Yeah.
1: You're being a bit British.
0: Isn't it, you know, but life's not black and white like that. I mean, she wasn't bad. I mean, she, she was nice. She just sucked at helping And they didn't have a, she was nice, was she nice, but sucked at helping button. I didn't have that button. That's the button I needed. I had a good or a bad. Like, well, she wasn't good. But, you know, it's a bit strong to say that she's bad. Good,
1: bad, or other.
0: I wanted a good, bad, or she was very polite and was obviously trying, but she kind of sucked. So you want
1: want that last part as a separate category that you can tick off?
0: Yeah. Cuz like, you know, I know we're all black and white these days. You know, everybody's all well, like
1: You quite literally I literally, your I literally
0: am. You, you're very interested in my 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 parental heritage. But yeah, I literally but you know, the whole world is like, you know, if if something isn't perfect, then, you know, you got to go into a big rage about about it sucks. I don't want to do that. I don't want to fuck up this woman's day. I don't want to fuck up her whole job.
1: Right? Your whole evening and morning got fucked due to that program not working.
0: Yeah, I did have... But mm. anyway, so you the lesson... You bad. I just deleted the email. I just thought maybe if I say nothing, should kind of get the hint like you kind of sucked.
1: Of oh, the idea that but the opposite of you. love is indifference.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be indifferent <laughs> to your attempt to help me. So the lesson I learned is that customer service isn't necessarily always better on the other side of the ocean.
1: We're becoming more and more like each other all over the world.
0: Dookie, when is it going to be fixed? The car. Because you're looking paler and paler by the day. And frankly, Marcia and I are getting quite worried.
1: My dog is suffering from
0: I noticed that your, your poor molly dog, she came back from the kennels in a not very good way. And you think that that's partly down to the fact that she doesn't have her normal car.
1: Genuinely, I do. It's not so much that the 1995 Volvo 850 SE is fantastic, which it is. It's the car that she knows. It's the car that she has spent.
0: Is this why she's lying next to the world's most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my? Life? I mean, did you buy that for her?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: did you buy her that thing? Yes. Is it a what is it? Because I don't want to say what it. I think it is.
1: It's, it is not an elephant tusk.
0: Okay, yeah, it looks like an elephant tusk. Is it the penis of a very large animal?
1: No, although it does look very, very phallic.
0: I think they call that a pizzle e- what in the-, the pet world. Oh, really? Isn't it called a pizzle? Because uh, you y- can get bull's pizzle. Yes. Many of my friends Facebook about these. kind. Of- <laughs> I've just bought my dog a bull's pizzle.
1: <laughs> that just rolls off the tongue, a bit so- like the bull's pizzle on Molly's. If it not a pimple. Muzzle.
0: Okay, then what it's got, the only thing the only other thing it's got to be is a tail.
1: It, it's a tail.
0: Jesus, did you buy that for her to cheer her up? I did. Wow, you're nuts. Uh, She's not interested in it.
1: Oh, she brings it with her everywhere into every room. It's become a comfort blanket. Why don't,
0: uh, why don't you stick her on these mechanics? Didn't she bite? She might bite, right?
1: If you're talking about her car, right? Will she bite? But I mean, it's not even the mechanic's fault. It's now turned into an issue with the visiting auto locksmiths. It's it's almost like Fortuna just does not want to see that car on the roads. Dookie, you know what I found very amusing. Having been in the
0: Volvo with you quite a lot, and then you had a rental car, yeah. which was like a little micro car compared to the yacht that you're a Volvo with. Yes. And you couldn't park that little micro car. It was too small. For love nor <laughs> money. But when you're parking that yacht of a, of a station wagon of yours, absolutely no problem.
1: It's really weird. You I- can
0: park that big Volvo station wagon with mm. like one finger on the wheel.
1: I think it's just... What you're used to, and in my strange brain, the idea of having a, a boat to park, it's I feel more in control about stuff. Whereas the small car, I could be, I feel very vulnerable. Uh, here's
0: a little piece of advice mm. for you. I wouldn't, knowing Irene's feelings for you, I wouldn't tell her that you're better at handling the 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 big ones. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't let her know that, Nikki. Yeah, that- <laughs> I mean, because. You know, she might be sitting outside your house with a flashlight, you know what I mean?
1: She'll be, yeah.
0: Dookie, what are you going to (laughs) do? Let's think think about good things. What are you going
1: to do when you get the car home? I'm going to kiss it. I'm going to hug it. Molly and myself will go and spend some time in it. We're going to drive around the neighborhood. We're going to plan some kind of an outing involving the Volvo. I cannot stress the Volvo mechanically tip-top passed its M.O.T. with flying colours only a month or so ago. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. For a 21-year-old vehicle, that is is tremendous. And it's only because of this fob issue that the poor little beast has become... Immobilized,
0: Dookie, how was that ziti I made you?
1: Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah I'm or thinking f-
0: about, uh, <laughs> I don't know, what else? Lasagna? I don't know. I don't know why I feel like your mom, like I got to feed you. But that's the only thing that I can do, you know, aside from, I don't know, what do you want? I could buy you, like,
1: something. When the car finally makes it back to its home. I just want the three of us and Molly to go somewhere and have a picnic and admire the beauty of the Volvo from a distance.
0: Yeah, I can do that. And you know what? I think I'm going to go now and I'm going to buy your dog a bull's pizzle. Cancel another one of our get togethers. What I heard, overheard. Ah, uh, so this week, Dookie, I got an overheard for you. I don't know if you're ready to have me smack you around the chops with this one, but uh, I'm gonna.
1: My chops are ready and prepared to be smacked. are uh, you like a little chop smacking, do you? Occasionally.
0: Okay, yeah, that sounds like TMI to me. Um,
1: you're the one who suggested it. I'm the one who thought about it.
0: Yeah, this one, so I was doing some work at the BBC, uh, you know, because I give elocution lessons, so, you know, I'm called there kind of a lot, right?
1: Because there are a lot of people at the BBC who need to sound yeah, like I'm not, from Ohio. Yeah,
0: it's nobody you know, though. I mean, it's just mostly, you know... What, need to sound like they're from Ohio? Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you're funny. Uh, Dookie.
1: Do they have to learn how to do the loud uh? (laughs) Yeah,
0: you know, I teach them how to sound just like me. What is your problem?
1: I have no problem Uh, at all.
0: Dookie, can I just have a little aside? Hit me. You have a friend, right?
1: I do indeed. I have a few
0: I've not Yeah, you got you got a few friends. You have one particular friend who makes a a rum punch. Yes. That is
1: Her name is s- Diane.
0: Wow. I mean, it is such a lurid pink color that I'm pretty sure nothing that a human being ingests is m- meant to be that color.
1: No, it's chemical Nastiness. It tastes great, though.
0: Uh, yeah, and for the first three sips. Wow. I mean, yeah.
1: Are you feeling a bit hungover?
0: Jesus. I mean, when you brought that over to our house last night, you know, I thought, you know, I'll have a couple of sips. I- I'm not a big rum gal, but you know, I don't mind. And you know, you and you, you made me drink like a I did lot not make of you,
1: it. No. No no, yeah, you did I poured you one and said Go easy
0: And then obviously Your friend Diane Is culpable here Cause she obviously By making it Made me drink You know Like a lot Yes So anyway Yeah So I'm I'm not running on all cylinders today Fair enough Even though I tried to soak it up With some poutan this morning
1: Oh, poutine, yes.
0: Poutine!
1: Canadian cuisine in the heart of London. Yeah, like some curate cheese.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good shit,
1: Indeed, sometimes only poutine will do. We went to Brick Lane Market.
0: Yeah, you don't know uh, the poutinery uh, stall on the on the brick lane market on a sunday you know you got to get down there they have veggie gravy options which was good for you right
1: indeed and you went full meaty.
0: yeah pretty good stuff right uh,
1: that is the ultimate hangover cure i felt slightly more normal than i did after eating it thanks so yeah
0: much. so you know if you're gonna have the rum punch uh make sure you got some poutine lined up for the next day that's all i'm saying uh anyway so i'm at the bbc i'm in the cafeteria as you do as, you do. as one does, and you know, obviously they have all the, the TVs all around there, right? With the BBC on, mm. right? They got it all over the place because you know that's what you got to do. And that woman,
1: Fiona Bruce, Fiona Bruce, newsreader as well as being presenter of Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, so and Fake or Fortune. She's known
0: for being. For being very uh, appealing to men. Yes. That, I mean, she's a she's a smart woman, she's a good newsreader, mm. and she's also known for being very appealing to men, right? Because you like her, right? I do, indeed. You like her a lot. I do. You like her in kind of a special way.
1: She has a, a lovely speaking voice, yeah. and she's got confidence and brains and... Is aesthetically pleasing. Yeah,
0: she's aesthetically pleasing, and so she is aesthetically pleasing. And yeah, I I like her. So she comes on the TV. Were you
1: giving her uh, lessons? Nah, she doesn't
0: need me. She got. She's got. She does. You're right. She's got a great voice. She does have. You know, you wouldn't want me reading your news every night because I make everything sound like you know we're about ready to be attacked by Mars, right? Yeah, so you don't want me reading your news, right? Everybody be
1: ducking for cover. For instance, and I hope this has come true, let's say that uh, Maddie McGann was found. Yeah. How would you report that? Oh, Jesus, of good no, news? That,
0: that's too sad, man. That is too sad. <laughs> that is out there, man. Give me something. Else. No, I'm not even going. That's too depressing for words, man. What kind of example is that? Give me something else that doesn't involve
1: a child. God. Uh, hang on, I've got a better one. All right. Right. Um, let's say we're talking about the Paralympics. Yeah. And let's say there's that's somebody better. named Joe Bloggs and they got gold in whatever exciting sport event the,
0: yeah you're into. the 200 meter hobbly dobbly yeah
1: the hobbly dobbly yeah
0: okay uh so you want me to do this yes. okay uh can you can you uh count me in like the BBC news like tonight uh paralympic athlete joe blogs uh won gold today this is the 25th gold for britain and in, in, uh, in the paralympics uh he ran really fast and yeah he won and isn't that a good thing uh that's the news tonight. Thank you very much.
1: Fuck you, Fiona Bruce. <laughs>
0: How's that? Yeah, I mean she's gotta be quaking in her boots right now, right? <laughs>
1: Certainly. So you're you're at the beeb. You're at the cafeteria. Yeah. Tucking into some grub. Television screens left, right, and center. Yeah. The BBC are showing their best bits and bobs. Fiona Bruce. Turns up on the screen.
0: Yeah, and you, and there's two women sitting at the table next to me, and one of them says to the other, uh, <coughs> she must keep her tits in her handbag. <coughs> yeah, I don't know what that means either. I, do you know what that... I don't know what that... I don't know what... It, I know that it's kind of wrong on every level. Uh, hmm. Because, you know, I just think...
1: Were they making reference to the fact that she's...
0: She's a very slim woman.
1: Mm. And. Are they making I- reference to the fact that she might not have a lot in common with Pamela Anderson.
0: Yeah, but, you know, who cares? Because, you know, she's reading the news. Like, you know... Yeah, she's fab. But I'm probably, you know, I, I got to count myself in there because sometimes I watch the news and, and I do say things like, my God, what are you wearing? But that that's to men and women. And there are some news readers too, that I do think, you know, wow what are you wearing, like, in a good way? Like, wow, you look amazing. You know, so I'm objectifying them, too. So I'm just as guilty. Mm. But you keep your tits in your handbag? I don't even... What?
1: As a friend once told me, more yeah. than a handful is more than enough. What do you mean? More more, more than a handful is wasted? Oh, sorry, that is the, the quote, yeah. My friend was drunk at the time, and he was talking about gazubas rather G-Zuba? badly.
0: Oh, my God, you're the most... British guy I ever heard in my life.
1: Fiona, anyway, Fiona Bruce's assets are absolutely lovely. That's horrible that fellow women would be so yeah, judgmental of yeah, her. I don't
0: like catty women. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like mm. it. But you know, I don't like it when catty women, you know, criticize men either, who are you know for being like short or whatever. But, you know, she, you know, who knows, Tukey? Maybe she does have a, like a pair of chicken fillets in her handbag.
1: Maybe oh. they're
0: on the inside.
1: I thought these what, women. I thought what they meant was that she doesn't have a lot in the way
0: yeah, of Resty dumplings mean. and yeah. that the
1: rest of them reside breasty in the handbag.
0: dumplings, really. Yes. Um, yeah, but I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're really good friends with Fiona Bruce and they know that she keeps a pair of falsies in her handbag. Right. That you know, like chicken filets, like she comes off the air mm. and sticks these things down her bra and then goes on her merry way. Maybe Does, that's maybe that's it.
1: Do you think that Fiona Bruce ever owned a wonder bra? No, she's
0: you no, know, well, I mean, why would she? I mean, she's... She could have done she a poster.
1: Looks... Hello, chaps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds more like you did one of those ones, Sarah Dookie. Anyway, how are we going to end this segment? She's the tits. She's the tits. Yeah, I like that. She's Fiona Bruce, if you're listening, you're the tits. derry
1: oh, type Welcome to a new segment, Sylvia's Scintillating Stereotypes.
0: Dookie, I have to thank you for letting me have this segment because I'm telling you, this is something that plays on my mind quite a lot. The the fact that I have quite a few stereotypes and they're never right,
1: which is good, right? Absolutely. I think it means that things are not quite as black or white as we make out
0: it's true so i feel like i need to confess my stereotypes on a daily basis no sorry on a on a a regular basis on this show Mm. get them off my chest and just you know just say that the stereotypes that i have i am never never right about So it'll be a bit cathartic for you. I think it'll be cathartic for me. And I hope that for the listeners, I hope they might feel better about having, you know, because we're all human. And and I'm sure we all have our own stereotypes. Certainly. I'm sure people have stereotypes about you.
1: Believe me, they do. Like,
0: you know, like with your postness
1: and stuff. Correct.
0: Yes. So should I tell you this week... My stereotype this week that was oh so wrong.
1: Your scintillating stereotype. Oh,
0: my scintillating stereotype this week that was oh so wrong. So I was walking through our own park that we border. Yes, where we live.
1: There are other parks. There are
0: other parks. And
1: I... Were you walking with Marsha at the time? your flatmate
0: marcia and i were walking together so and i did have to confess this to her because she was kind of looking at me like what is your problem and from behind us i heard some really loud music music that is popular with the youth nowadays right right so they the, we're in the park and i heard this really loud music
1: so they're playing grime
0: like something grimy or something hip hop really really loud and it in it was all, it was kind of cool in a way because it was like you know nowadays lots of people just listen to their music on their on their mobile phones, right? Mm. But these kids had some sort of radio going on, set up on their handlebars or something like that. Almost like the 80s. Remember the, when people walk around with ghetto blasters? Yes. So I just turned around to see where this music was coming from. And I noticed these two youths on bicycles, right? Mm. So, and they were coming to... Where Marcia and I were walking and I thought to myself, "Uh oh, I bet they're going to make some comment about, you know, get out of our way or big fat ass or something like that, because, you know, that's my fault.
1: Would Big Fat ass be a a song lyric that they would be singing on Maybe.
0: So I was kind of like... Or an insult. Kind of. I was expecting them to insult. Isn't that terrible? It's just terrible, Dookie. So, and I thought to myself, you know, they're going to sling some comment or they're going to be rude in some way or they're going to say, get out of the way. So I kind of ushered Marsha and myself over to the side so that they could pass us. And I was bracing myself... And you know what they did when they cycled past Dookie?
1: They didn't say. They didn't off. say
0: anything except they gave us the nicest, most polite thank you for letting them get past us. And they were such polite young boys. And then they cycled by us, and they went up to the basin. You know the big. Lots of people won't know, but there's a basin. There's just like, it's almost like a lake kind of thing, a man-made lake near where we live. But very, you know, a lot smaller than a lake, obviously.
1: In the historic Docklands. In the Docklands, yes. It's an old dock that's been filled with water. Beautiful.
0: That comes off the River
1: Thames. And they were just going up to the basin
0: to, to admire the view, because it's a very nice view there. And to take some pictures and to just kind of, they look like they were just hanging out, admiring the view and here i was thinking oh my gosh they're youth they must be up to no good no good at all isn't that awful dookie i think after this segment every every time that we do this segment i think that you said wrap my knuckles <sighs> I, would,
1: I wouldn't dream of like they used to do
0: and i bet you had that because you went to catholic school
1: Oh, I... Isn't that terrible? I did have the But I feel like
0: I would feel much better if you either wrapped my knuckles or you gave me absolution. Dear Dookie on the Dookie radio show, please absolve me of my terrible stereotype sins. Please absolve me, Dookie. I need absolution.
1: Sylvia Silversmith, I absolve you for this behavior. Your penance, however... Yes, Must be followed to the letter. Yes. You must say 12 Hail Dukies and make me a cup of tea. Milk, no sugar. Strong, please.
0: Can I also get a wrap across the knuckles?
1: Do you really want that?
0: I feel like I need a dookie.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Well, that's your lot. A true fob story has been revealed, shared and coping strategies explored in this first audio addendum on the Dookie Radio Show. You've been listening to Fob Story. My name is Dookie and I've been your host. Until next time, don't lose your fob or your composure. And may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now it's time for me to go and uh, pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a
0: pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel.
1: Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. Easy to find, it will not take an age. Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show, The Dukey Radio Show The thin white Dukey is right. Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash The Dookie Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show The Dookie Radio Show